Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. Now, don't forget, you can find inspiration for an unforgettable Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And man, it is a hot day in Mississippi again, and I've got a refreshing story for you today, pun intended. Joining me in the studio is Chat Phillips. He is the founder of, and I didn't even ask you how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's Inaka Tea Company. Yeah, wasn't going to try that one. Yeah. Um, that all started with a simple sip on a hot day probably just like today but in the countryside of northern japan so that is pretty durgum interesting Alrighty, i think people are going to love this story they're always up for trying new things particularly when it's made in mississippi by a mississippian but this may be the first thing we've we've had on the show that was inspired in japan okay so take us back (laughs) to japan what happened set the stage for us yeah absolutely so as a college student uh i went to actually college on the west coast uh where we were essentially four to take a foreign language so i didn't know anything about japan wasn't really interested in japan uh but just picked it from a list big japanese from a list and so i studied it uh for a couple of years and got pretty good at it so i thought you know in my junior year uh let's that's use the language stuff. the language yeah, yeah yeah japanese language so in the let's see it would have been the fall semester of my junior year uh is when i decided to finally go to japan and and you know practice my language skills so I don't know if any of the listeners or you know anything about Japan, but the climate is almost exactly like Mississippi. It's very hot, very, very humid, and I was traveling there in August. So, you know, I'd been on a plane for like 30 hours or so. Uh, I actually stopped in Tokyo, then went, took another little puddle jumper to the northern part of Japan in a prefecture called Akita Prefecture, um, which is a very beautiful place and it's very rural. Uh, but when I got off, I met my host family and I was, you know, just drenched in sweat, um, had all my clothes with me that I was going to wear for the next six months while I was in Japan. And they passed me a drink. And, you know, as a Southern guy, I just thought, oh, they did the research. They're giving me sweet tea. And uh, I took a sip and it was like nothing I had tasted before. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, it was, as I came to later find out, uh, mugicha, which means barley tea in Japanese. Uh, and I thought, man, this is just great. And I drank it all summer long while I was in Japan. And um, Do they serve it over there like we do tea here? Like if you go out to eat or you stop at a cafe? I mean, yeah. Is it like just part of their culture, just intertwined yeah, it's not in, uncommon, in their everyday? For sure. It's not uncommon to go in a restaurant in, in Japan and even Korea and China to have like a pitcher of barley tea just sitting on the table to pour at your leisure. And then, you know, of course, they sell it in, in vending machines, grocery stores, all over the place. I mean, Do it's they a, have, like, black tea like we're yeah. accustomed to here? There yeah, is also. of course, of course. I mean, of course, it's less sweet than what we're, what yeah, we're used sure. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, green tea's big, barley tea's big, black tea's big. It's a big 
tea drinking culture. Do you know any of the history maybe behind the barley mm-hmm. tea? Does it go back super far there in Japan? Yeah, so the earliest history we know of it is it's somewhere, it's about a century ago, and the earliest recordings we have say that actually Japanese generals used to drink like a mixture of barley and water to keep themselves like hydrated and energized actually in the battlefields. Um, so it's got that kind of history. Barley was actually the original grain that was grown on Japan pre-rice, uh, interestingly enough. So barley Kind of predates rice. You in Japan. wouldn't think yeah. that. I mean, considering you, everything says rice over there, rice yeah, capital yeah, exactly. of, the, of the universe. Exactly, and barley actually has a little bit of a longer history. Now, of course, most barley in the world is actually grown in North America. Okay, so now you're going to have to describe barley for us because I sure. feel like most of us listening to good things, I think we we know it's a grain, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something that maybe all of us purchase when we go to the grocery store, although yeah, exactly. it is becoming more popular in sort of the health food sections. And then there's some of you who have been eating or barley for, for years and you're completely used to it, uh, but it is catching trends. Mm-hmm. So, but how do you describe it as a grain. Yeah, so I would say um, the closest analogy I could give is if you think about wheat. Uh, it's a very similar, it, it almost looks the exact same when it's growing. It's a very small seed with a husk uh, that's very kind of hearty feeling. And that's the only, it's about the size of a smaller coffee bean, I would say. Um, most of the barley that you find in stores, it's going to be something called pearl barley. It's going to look yeah. very small and round. Ours is actually a lot different. It's uh, it's still whole. It's not kind of ground down like the pearl barley is, and it actually still has a husk on it. So, I mean, if you think about it, uh, barley, most people drink it, but it's in the form of an alcoholic beverage well, called I was just beer. Say, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the process of making barley tea, mm-hmm. is it similar to the process of making beer minus the fermentation? So it's a little bit different, um, and it differs in a couple of key ways. Um, one, and this is uh, – where we really took a long time to get started going because our actually raw material is not really readily available in the U.S. Um, so the difference between barley tea that you, and barley that you use in tea and barley that you use in beer is the barley that we use is unmalted. Uh, you use malted barley in beer. You use unmalted barley in roasted barley tea. And then, of course, you just roast it like a coffee bean. Uh, Would it be from the same supplier? So we actually do use a supplier that supplies the craft beer industry. Um, and we did that just because they have uh, contacts in the barley world. So it's it's grown the same way, but it just doesn't go through the malting process. We skip the malting process and we go yeah. straight to the roasting That's, process. Was, yeah. And if you're just tuning in to Good Things, you are listening to Chat Phillips. He is the founder of... Inaka. Inaka. I'm going to get that right. But it's going to take me the whole hour, <laughs> right. but That's I'm going right. to get a chat. And it is he's bringing barley tea to Mississippi, yeah. which I think is pretty pretty daggum cool. Okay, so you came home. Uh-huh. You How long were you in Japan? So I was in Japan for the first time for about six months. For yep. six months, studying, just doing your thing. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was uh, it was just general education. While I was over there, we were taking yeah. like, economics and politics and things like that. But it was mostly just an excuse to get to Japan and use Japanese language, yeah. And then you came home? And then I came back to college. Um, um, in Washington State, and then I graduated in my senior year, and um, I felt kind of a strong pull to come back to Mississippi. Obviously, there are not a lot of Mississippians who speak Japanese, so I was looking to use that skill in the professional world. I landed on an economic development job, actually, in Tupelo, Mississippi, and uh, did economic development there for about two years at a place called the Community Development Foundation, a very great organization. I love working there. Then I went to economic development at the state level. I worked for the Mississippi Development Authority for a number of years, uh, mostly just recruiting Japanese companies to, to the state. 
Then I went to work in the private sector to re- represent companies coming to the U.S. Uh, but during all that time, I was going to and from Japan probably two or three times a year, and I was always bringing my, you know, stuffing my suitcase with barley tea. I feel like that's a moment to pause for parents who are listening. I mean, like, if your kids are interested in learning <laughs> other language, that you never know when that kind of uh, yeah. skill can come in. I know you you've morphed into entrepreneur and now you're a tea maker right. and that's why you're on good things but i'm thinking wait let's not miss that moment for parents to hear like if your kids pick up languages it can yeah. be a, a phenomenal way for them to get job opportunities absolutely later. and you know, i never thought about that sure. like in in terms of economic development needing a translator yeah more yeah, than anything exactly. right and you know one of the things that was most important i think for my job is like you know, there are people who speak Japanese and there are people who speak English. There's not a lot of people who speak Mississippian and Japanese and English. You know, having to translate between <laughs> rural Mississippians to Japanese uh, executives, um, which, hey, I grew up on a, on a family farm in rural Mississippi. I'm not knocking rural Mississippians. No. They're, the, they're the best people in the world. Uh, but we have our own language. There's an old language here. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's a And it's not particularly easy. And from you a can sit down and do good business over a tall glass of cold tea. You can. Absolutely. But you can make your your visitors feel at home when then you can serve them up something from their from their home place yeah, which would exactly. be which would be barley tea okay where in the sort of story though chat did you say you know what i'm missing the barley tea maybe it's time for me to yeah. see if i can't bring it to the south absolutely uh so as i was going to and from japan for work um i would always pack my suitcase with it like i said and i just could not find barley tea anywhere uh mr you know sometimes you can find it in asian grocery stores in the southeast uh in the tea bags but it just wasn't the same, the same. yeah so I would actually go to stores, and I just thought, you know what? Forget this. I'll learn how to do it myself. So I'd go to stores and buy out basically all the barley they had, and I would just and roast that was the, the pearl bar, the pearl, pearl barley. barley. Yeah, so I would just roast it in the kitchen, like over my stovetop, and actually, like you could smell. So I was doing it so frequently, like if. I was roasting barley. Uh, my fiance would, of course, come over and eat dinner sometimes. And as she was driving up to my house, you could like smell it from around the block because it was so strong. But I would sit there and I would just roast barley in my kitchen and then I would make tea for it, not really thinking that anybody else would want to drink it. I just made it for myself. And it's just a, such a great, you know, summer beverage and Mississippi gets really hot. Um, and then I started giving it to my fiance Stevie and she sort of fell in love with it. And then at a certain age in Mississippi, as it happens, you know, your friends start getting pregnant uh, and it's caffeine free. So a lot of our pregnant friends were requesting it. And so I thought, you know, I really didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. That is not the way I thought your story was going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, hey, no, 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 that no, no, is what no, good yeah. things is for. Like, exactly. You so two, we, so as pregnant ladies, not that I am, but I have been twice in August. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you want cold, uncaffeinated yeah, beverages. Exactly. A lot of a lot of our friends were cutting down on coffee coffee and they just wanted something that wasn't you know water so i would make it for them and actually a lot of the inspiration for our two flavors the ginger and the mint uh came from some feedback that we have from our friends uh and giving it to them in the early days so uh at that point we i was just really making it for friends and giving it to them and thought you know what this this is a really great uh product and i loved it and i think more people should drink it so i just started making it and and that's the next phase to chat creating Inaka Tea Company. Inaka. Mm-hmm. You have to hear you say it, and then I can That's say right. it, and then Inaka. And we're going to find out the meaning behind <laughs> that and what he's got to offer coming up next here on Good Things.
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special x pricing and special x financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. There's so many good things for your family to eat do and stay in Mississippi. Eat, play, and stay. I think were the words I was looking for. And I need you to go over to visit Mississippi.org today and explore a little more. We are exploring barley tea today on Good Things. Joining us to continue his conversation is Chad Phillips. He is the founder, CEO of NACA. 
Inaka, Inaka, yeah, got it. I got it, which is a barley tea company made right here in Mississippi uh, from his time of, uh, I guess, just falling in love with the Japanese culture and mm-hmm. spending time over there and enjoying their tea and then bringing it back here. Okay, the name. Yeah. It's, it's got a special meaning. So what's the message behind Inaka? It does. So Inaka is a Japanese word, obviously. Um, it actually means a couple of things. It means kind of like countryside, hometown, place of origin. Um, the reason we chose that name is, uh, well, I wanted to give the company a name, obviously, that kind of meant something, uh, but I wanted it to also be representative of both where I tried the tea and sort of my background growing up in rural Mississippi. So we kind of landed on Inaka uh, as as a tie between those two things. And plus, it just looks cool in the bottle. It is you know? look cool. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I said. We don't have to know how to pronounce it correctly <laughs> to find it on the shelf and sort of enjoy it. Uh, and definitely don't let that hinder you from trying something new. Rhino and I both are going through all the, the different flavors, which mm-hmm. we will get to. You have brought us cold versions, which yep. I'm assuming is what's sold in stores right now in Mississippi. That's right. But someone on the text line asked, can it be served warm um, as well as cold, or I would say hot, I don't know about warm, um, or both ways? Yeah, absolutely. So it's not uncommon, especially in Korea but also in Japan as well, uh, to drink barley tea hot with your meal. So if you were going to take one of our bottles and heat it up, we can just you can just do it straight on the stovetop, or you can just put it in a cup and microwave it. Both ways work fine for me. Yeah. So when you started your business, you're like, okay, I'm making it for all of my pregnant friends, <laughs> and I assume other people are enjoying it too. It right. is very refreshing. I will completely attest to that, and I was nervous. I'll have to admit, I thought it was going to be because it was barley, and like Larry and Jackson says, it sounds like beer. I was afraid that it was going to have this sort of flat, you know, beer taste, kind of like those non-alcoholic beers that some right. of us pregnant women did, you know, <laughs> chug down to during the hot days of summer um, while expecting. But it doesn't. I mean, it's surprisingly yeah. refreshing. But you said it was some of this is due, the quality is due to the fact that you are able to roast it maybe or, or steep it or how, make it yeah. differently than if we were to just do it ourselves at home. So what's... What's special in the process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think first we should just kind of walk through yeah, what it. it is. Yeah. So basically you take a barley seed and you roast it just like a coffee bean. Uh, you don't go as dark. You kind of get it just a little brown so it's nice and caramelly and nutty uh, in the smell. Um, and then we set that aside. And then we actually roast corn along with it. And the reason we add corn to that is, is really twofold. One, it's because uh, that's how my host family served it to me when I was in Japan. And I just kind of fell in love with that. But it also adds a little bit of that like caramelly sweetness to it that you get uh, when you drink our tea versus maybe some other barley teas. Uh, it gives it a lot more complexity and sort of roundness uh, to the tea. So we take those two roasted grains and we steep them very warm for a very long period of time, uh, like three hours. Um, oh, it's a lot longer. It's a than... lot longer than you would at home. Yeah, it's uh, not for sun example. tea. Yeah, no, 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 not not at all. Uh, so we steep it uh, at, a, at a hot temperature. It's not boiling. Um, for a long period of time, and that allows it to kind of extract, uh, obviously, to the fullest, and it, it kind of leaves back the bitterness. That's why our tea isn't bitter at all. A lot of times, if okay. you, like, brew barley tea at home, you boil it, and that kind of contributes a little bitter note to it. So, I could see where that would that would also maybe hinder someone from trying thinking it would be bitter, and I think, yeah. I, I guess I have had maybe other teas that do have that sort of bitterness, mm-hmm. and you're right. It, it definitely, it doesn't. So far, my favorite is the mint mm-hmm. um, one, completely refreshing, but you do have the ginger one, which, hey, I'm not not it. Rhino loved it. So what inspired the mint and the ginger of all the flavors you could have gone yeah, with? Are these yeah, traditional yeah. too? Uh, no, they're not actually. As far as I'm aware, uh, we are the first company in the world uh, to blend barley tea with other flavors. Uh, there are a couple things that inspired the two flavors that we have right now and we're always trying new things. 
Um, one is that we just thought the the mint uh, and the barley just really marry well together. I think uh, the mint brings out a lot of the chocolatey notes that are in the barley, uh, and the barley kind of complements that. It reminds me of like mint chocolate when you drink the the mint version. Uh, the ginger we wanted uh, something that well, like I said, we were giving it to a lot of pregnant people at the time, and they wanted something that um, had ginger in it because it was. Um, you know, it has a lot of like, like, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Anti nausea. Yeah. Um, being pregnant uh, will do that. Yeah, too. exactly. Especially so, in the anti emetic. Anti emetic. There. Wow. Learned See, a new word today. Google. Yes. Yeah. Learned a new word today. <laughs> um, and actually, the the ginger one. If you look at our three bottles, the ginger one is much lighter in color, and that's because uh-huh. it's only made with roasted corn. And the reason we did that is because. Uh, for one, a lot of people have gluten sensitivity, so barley does contain gluten. So we wanted to make something that uh, people who were had celiac disease, for example, could drink uh, and have no issues with. But it also, uh, you know, the lighter color and so the lighter flavor profile really helps the ginger shine. Um, and I should say we have three flavors available currently. So we have just an original unsweetened version, a ginger roasted corn version, and a mint with six grams of organic cane sugar. And I have to say, someone did also ask, would sugar help it? They're not completely sugar-free, other no. than maybe the original. So the original and the ginger are sugar-free. And actually, the sugars that are in the original and ginger, they're just naturally occurring sugars. But not sugar-free in the terms that you have put artificial sweeteners or anything like that in them. Y'all, they don't – it doesn't need it. Wouldn't you say that, Rhino? I mean, I know that's – y'all know I'm a dietitian, and I'm always getting you riled up about drinking unsweet tea anyway. And I do (laughs) – I genuinely have an affection for just unsweet tea. So that helps. But I feel like it it doesn't – it definitely doesn't need it. No, it's got that subtle – sweetness that you get with unsweet tea from just the the tea itself but the thing that sticks out with me is after just one sip you you feel like you've just drank a whole cup of water and hydrated yep yeah so this is going to be a silly question but i feel like you're the tea nerd to ask so so forgive me (laughs) for the silly question when i think of tea Mm -hmm. i think of like leaves that you're steeping or whatever. That's right. what we're, we're familiar to. When I think of coffee, I think of roasting. So how is this a tea and not a like a coffee? Is it because there's no caffeine? I don't know. There's no caffeine. Well, so actually the name barley tea is just a direct translation of what the word is in Japanese. So mugicha literally means barley tea in Japanese. So we just translated it into English. So I went way, I got more complicated. You were overthinking that one. <laughs> you were way overthinking that one. That's okay. Call me out for it. Because, yeah. you know, that. and I think though, but I think that's also what limits us sometimes here in America and Mississippi or the South or whatever. We get so used to putting ourselves in boxes when it comes to the things that we um, enjoy or try or branch out mm-hmm. and we think just because we're Mississippians and we like our tea sweet that comes from you know you know the black tea whatever mm-hmm. that we won't like it and that's yeah. not true you can keep both in your rotation at home like you you yeah. can still branch out and try new things absolutely and actually you know you might be surprised to think uh, a lot of people a lot of our biggest and most loyal customers are Folks who work outside all the time because it's such a – so in Japan, you actually drink this as like a summer cooler. It's like – Rhino, is that your name? I'm sorry. I didn't, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, Rhino. It's like you said. Uh, in Japan, it's uh, it acts as like a natural cooler. A lot of people think of it as kind of the summer drink. So a lot of people in Mississippi are drinking it uh, when they're working outside all day, things like that. The people who buy a lots of cases of this stuff are generally people who are working outside and drinking it when they're hot. When you say cases of it, then mm-hmm. that means your business obviously is successful. On some level, you convince folks to put it on their shelves, <laughs> yeah, which I right. think, you know, it's one thing as an entrepreneur to have this idea and you love your, 
you know, your product or your beverage mm-hmm. and your friends do. But then it's another thing to like connect with a community who doesn't really know you personally. Right. So how how did how did all of that start? I mean, because then you got the bottling and everything right. else. So I'm sure it was step by step. But when did you know that maybe this was OK? This is going to work. Well, I, I would say it was a very long process. Uh, so I don't know if we mentioned this. This is actually the first bottled barley tea company in the United States. Um, so we really had to build the supply chain up from scratch. And that took about two years uh, for me to find the barley, to get it roasted correctly, find somebody who knew how to brew it uh, and things like that. Um, but actually, that part was not the hard part for me. The hard part was I didn't know anything about the beverage industry. and I didn't know anything about working with retailers. Uh, thankfully, we do have a number of really great local retailers here in Mississippi. Our first contract was with Corner Market, which is based in Hattiesburg. Um, right from the gates. I mean, we didn't even have a product at that point. We just kind of showed them a, a sample bottle, and uh, they said, "Yeah, we'll buy some." Uh, That's cool. So that, yeah, they put us on the shelves in six stores uh, immediately, and that really helped us get off the ground and kind of provide. And some people sales. bought it, and people bought it. Yeah, which I'm always it. surprised with. I mean, you know, because the, the, we again we get in our routine, we go into the store, we buy what's on our list. You know, we're in a rush. Some of us aren't ones to branch out and try new things. Mm-hmm. But Corner Market, as well as some of the other um, specialty uh, grocery stores, they do they have that great wall of, yeah. of things to try i'll have to say uh bubba from meridian text in a chat and said he just ordered the variety pack to try from your website okay, cool. and yeah. so with free shipping so Absolutely. um so i think that's y'all should should support you know a, a, a mississippian and a local business and try it i mean what does it hurt you you have free shipping you try something mm-hmm. new you have a conversation about yeah. what you're drinking and what cool way to say i'm drinking barley um barley tea yeah, and then and, you never know and i should mention probably the easiest way to find us so we're like i said we're available in six corner markets in hattiesburg and jackson uh we just got into kroger uh across the state and actually in eastern memphis earlier this year and you can find us in like the discover local section or by the sushi and of course we're sold online as well by the case all righty well we've got more with chat coming up next about his products with inaka yep i got it you got it <laughs> barley tea and more coming up next here on good things all I worship and adore In other words Please be true In other words In other words I love You From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers, sunny and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. A 60% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And finally, Friday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Business is built on connections. And with Square, you can connect every side of your business with tools that all work together. From your customers and your sales to your staff and your schedules, everything is in sync so you can get a head start on shaping what's to come. See how Square can help connect every side of your business by visiting square.com slash go slash connect. That's square.com slash go slash connect. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Mississippi's big Second Amendment tax-free holiday is coming up August 27th through the 29th. We'll be open all three days with a store full of guns, ammo, optics, and more. To make this weekend even better, we'll be giving additional discounts on all our tax-free items, not just a selected few. Lots of guns and ammo at great discounts. It doesn't get any better than that. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you there. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lawmakers are holding hearings on the possibility of eliminating the state income tax. House Speaker Philip Gunn broke down what he calls a common misconception about the proposal. Some people are like, well, you're just swapping my money. You're giving me back $1,300 on this side, but you're going to raise my sales tax, which takes it on the other side. And it's right. just not true. It doesn't happen that way because if we raise the sales tax two and a half pennies, you're never going to spend at two and a half pennies more than you're getting back by eliminating the income tax. Gunn says if they got rid of the income tax, $1,300 would go back into the pockets of Mrs. You would have to spend $51,000 on stuff subject to the sales tax to eat up that $1,300. Bingo. You're never going to get there. And after seven years under Gunn's plan, the exemption would be raised to $100,000. That equals about $4,500 per taxpayer. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
If a muckety muck wants you to hear what they gotta say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And Sports Talk Mississippi will be on the Western campus at Kapai Lincoln Community College this coming up Friday for the King's Daughter Medical Center Classic Kickoff Classic to celebrate the start of high school football. It is here. It's back. Friday night is back. So it is the most wonderful time of year for many of you. So that's exciting. Also, as mentioned, high school football is back. And so you can catch here on Super Talk just about any local game on every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Super Talk Mississippi app. And man, after a hot football game or sitting out there or tailgating, you need a refreshing beverage, move over, call Coffee. Although I don't know, I want my caffeine and we'll get to that. Um, but we're continuing our conversation with uh, Chat Phillips. He was created Ayanka, Inaka, Inaka. Inaka, there you go. Inaka, Inaka. I don't know. Why is this? Why can Southerners not speak Japanese? <laughs> I wonder why uh, this is so difficult. It doesn't matter if you want to look at it. It's I-N-A-K-A. Mm-hmm. And is that your website too, correct? It is Inaka, dot com. And I know several of you on the text line, Pamela and Biloxi, as well as Bubba from Meridian, have already looked into it. And, you know, I, I, we just encourage you, number one, to try something new, but to support uh, a local business in unique ways. And I, you know, it takes a lot of courage to start something from scratch <laughs> and try to create a market in a market that's, you know, very stubborn on the way that they enjoy <laughs> their beverages. I mean, yeah. and we are. I mean, that, and that's okay. We, we like our sweet tea or unsweet tea or traditional teas here in the South. We'd like our coffee for our caffeine, but it's okay to just branch out and try something new. So did your parents think you were crazy, Chat, whenever you decided to to branch out and make barley tea for a living? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, they thought I was a little crazy. Um, I had a pretty good job. Uh, I was a consultant. I was traveling all over the world. I was doing fairly well. Um, And, you know, as soon as I came up with the company idea, I actually just quit my job and started working on it full time. Uh, so yes, my mother would kind of slyly ask my wife, like, hey, how's, how's the company doing? How's chat doing? What's going on with this? Uh, but I, I will have to say, my entire family, my father, my brother, uh, were, once I decided to kind of throw myself into this, yeah. they were super supportive. And they both sort of work in small businesses as well. And so it's been really great to go to them for advice and kind of counseling on how to, how things should go. Um, so 
I, I call my dad on a pretty regular basis and ask him uh, questions about, you know, accounting and bookkeeping and all sorts of things. So, yeah, it's been it's been good. Well, I think, you know, that part of the story is important because we all sometimes have great ideas. And not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur sure. and start businesses from scratch. But I just love hearing those who choose to here in Mississippi. And you're like, you know what? I didn't know the bottling industry or, or the whatever. And so I... I I educated myself or I put one foot in front of the other. So you don't have to know it all right. to sort of start seeing your dream come together. You can just start with what you do know and then start sort of piecing that together. Yeah. And, I, you know, honestly, like I never really thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I never really aspired to be an entrepreneur. I knew that I wanted to work for myself. I kind of always knew that about me. Um, but I'm not one of those people who, I mean, when you think of an entrepreneur and you think about entrepreneur culture, you know, you see people like wearing t-shirts and jeans and like being very charismatic and being huge, these huge risk takers. And I never really characterized myself as that. Um, but what I was good at, and I think one of the things that is very important is I loved and was good at learning things. And when I found a problem, I really wanted to solve it, you know? Um, so the fact that, for example, this barley wasn't available in the U.S. and it took me six months to find it and get it roasted to my specifications. And that, that kind of thing, I think, is really important for starting your own business. You see, you hear these stories, chat of people like traveling all over the world to find the perfect um, coffee gra- or the coffee <laughs> bean and all of this and what a dangerous market and these really intriguing, you know, um, storylines to it. Is it the same with barley? <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> the nice part about barley is that most of it comes from North America. So our barley is sourced uh, actually from Canada and the U.S. Same with corn. So, uh, no, I didn't have to go very far. I was, oh, I stayed. Man, yeah, I, I was looking for a good adventure no story Aztec with that. No <laughs> Like that. No, no. That's okay though. And but it is uh, is it bottled and all right here in Mississippi? Are you keeping it so, home? Uh, so we would love to do that. Right. We had to lean on a tea brewer located out of Texas for our co packing. And the reason we needed to do that is is one, we have to make you know, comply with all FDA laws uh, and we wanted to make it safely. Um, so we did that to start. Uh, we would love to once we and well, that was also the quickest path to market for us because, you know, we were going to do a brewing and bottling facility in Mississippi that would be a couple of million dollars that we just didn't have, and we wanted to invest our time and energy and into getting into retailers. So the goal is for us to kind of build up a good sales footprint, and then hopefully we can start For sure, and the more of us here. who, you know, support the Mississippi product, the more yeah. opportunity it will be to sort of bring it here. You, if, so if it's bottled uh, in Texas, is it – are you in multiple states now, or is it still just here so in Right now, uh, we were actually really held back, uh, as you can imagine, by uh, COVID restrictions. So, yeah, really. So, uh, our plan was actually to launch in March of 2020. Uh, And I had quit my job, just gotten married, and bought a house. Uh, And so that just didn't happen, right? We couldn't go to new stores. We couldn't do testings or demos or anything like that. So, we launched in October of 2020 uh, on a smaller scale. And Basically, our distribution footprint is West Tennessee down to the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. The goal for the next year is obviously to expand into other states, and we've uh, we've hired some folks to help us do that. Uh, nothing in terms of like firm commitments yet, but that's kind of the long term or the midterm goal. Obviously, the long term goal is we want to be nationwide in every store around the Absolutely. corner. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And it seems like from your website, it is kind of like a lifestyle that you're mm-hmm. trying to sort of the slower place of life, the little nostalgia, hospitality, which is so interesting to me that you found that in Japan, yeah. and it ties right back to your hometown community here in For Mississippi. Sure. And while we speak entirely different languages, there's still so much 
in common about our, you know, our cultures, at least at the core. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say when I came back to Mississippi, my first job was in Tupelo. One of my biggest roles was kind of helping with the Toyota employees and their and their wives and sort of integrating them into Mississippi life. You know, you would be surprised how uh close like our value systems are in japan and mississippi uh hospitality is obviously very very important in both societies like if you go to japan it's not uncommon for them to invite you to your home and and eat food with them much like we do in mississippi uh and just you know generosity and they're just they're giving spirit i think a lot of japanese folks and i think a lot of mississippians as well if they have the opportunity to go to japan are just really shocked at how similar we are and that value system, yeah. Yeah, and rice, rice and tea. Exactly, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And now, and now we get that. Share that. Barley and tea uh, to our to our list. And there's some that are just tuning in, so they're they're anticipating where they can find it sure. um, throughout the state. And so if we if we don't want to go on your website and right. sort of do the variety pack like Bubba did, or um, we want to go in and maybe get it from our Kroger mm-hmm. or a corner market, where did you say it was in the store? Yeah, the easiest place to find us would be corner market locations in Jackson and Hattiesburg, uh, Kroger across the state. So in the Kroger, you're going to look for us in the sushi section typically or in the Discover Local section. We're in about getting close to 20 Kroger locations across the state. And then we're in a number of independent grocery stores in, in just various towns. So is the, the three products you have here, the ginger, the original, and the mint, the mm-hmm. only thing that's in the stores? Or do you have something you didn't bring today? Uh, that's it. In terms of beverages, that's it. Of course, you can buy merchandise and things on our website. But yeah, right now, it's just uh, just the three flavors. I think you need a blueberry. I think you need a blueberry, huh? We've experimented, we've experimented with different flavors. I but would say... But the mint's refreshing. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like a blue... Like, you just need... You well, need a blueberry. I think blueberry would be good. I think that's a good thought. I, you know... I'm telling you the, how to live your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the funny things is, like, uh, when we were... When I was kind of blending in my kitchen and things, uh, sometimes fruit and, like, the roasted flavor doesn't really go that great together. So we experimented, actually, with... Uh, we had some dewberries that grew on my, my dad's farm. Um, so I just ground up some dewberries and mixed it in them with there. And it was so gross. Uh, believe it or not, because like the acidity and the roastiness, like just didn't go together. So, did you ever in a, in your wildest imagination, chat when you were starting college or you know a young boy here in Mississippi, think that when you were I don't even know how old you are, but you can't be <laughs> you can't be that old, and you're probably your midlife that you would be making barley tea from no. Mississippi? No, I had no. Well, first of all, I, I thought I was going to be a lawyer when I was in college. Uh, so obviously, terrible that, idea. Yeah, so that got derailed pretty quickly when I. Um, just, you know, started looking at what an actual lawyer did and realized I didn't want lots to do that. Lots of paperwork. Lots of paperwork. Lots of paperwork. Um, so, no, I mean, I just – I never thought that would be – well, you know, I'll say I grew up uh, like most – a lot of people in Mississippi on a farm. So I grew up around food. So I knew – I've always loved food. I've always loved the food industry and kind of the food world. Um, so I, it was always kind of a dream of mine to work in the food industry. But no, I would have never guessed that, A, I'd own my own business, and two, it would be a barley tea company. Someone asked, is it gluten-free? The barley ones are not, but the, I'll let you take a... Yeah, so the barley, you know, of course it contains gluten naturally. We brewed the ginger version with just roasted corn uh, because we wanted to make something that uh, was, was gluten-free. And we're experimenting with new grains all the time. So hopefully we can come up with a version that sort of mimics the barley uh, with some other grains that are gluten-free. All righty, remind us the website. Inaka, I-N-A-K-A, T.com. Chat, this has been so much fun. We look forward to having you um, back on Good Things whenever you got the blueberry <laughs> to try. Absolutely. <laughs> I will say cheers to the mint. If you're nervous about it, go for the mint. You can't go wrong. It is truly refreshing. But stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next.
Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well-child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster this is home answers radio and my guest today is trey jackson of bulldog construction trey if a business has uneven sidewalks they're asking for trouble would you agree lynn they are it's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete much easier and more affordable trey my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up she was fortunate call bulldog construction at 601-853-4242 attention if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at esi supply they've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll sock knit broom products oil gator oil dry spill kits and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, December cotton was up 32 to 94.50. March cotton was up 37 to 93.55. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up a penny to 1332 and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up a half to 1337 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up six and a half to 551 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up six and a half to 558 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down 140 to 130.30. December live cattle was down 112 to 136.27. October feeders down 95 to 169.27. November feeders down 67 to 170.52. That's this hour. The Dow Jones is up 69 points, 35,435. I'm Dixon Williams. It's the Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Protect your post-harvest grains and your bottom line from profit-robbing insects. For pennies per bushel, a tank mix of Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist gives you the long-term control of an insect growth regulator and the knockdown power of a broad-spectrum insecticide with enhanced efficiency. Help protect your grain with Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist from Central Life Sciences. For more information, contact your local dealer or visit bugfreegrains.com. 
your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Adventure awaits you. All you got to do is go to visit Mississippi.org to find out more. I talked to you about football is headed back. Friday Night Lights are back in Mississippi, but I failed to tell you that there are going to be new shows, not new shows, but returning shows. Thanks to the football season on Super Talk coming up on Friday, you can check out the scoreboard preview show at 6 p.m. on Fridays. That is back in action. Sets the stage for everything that's going to go down later that night on the gridiron. And then you can wrap up the Friday Night Lights with the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. Anywhere you listen or watch Super Talk Mississippi. And that show is in its 26th season, I guess you could call it, or year. So you know they're up to something good whenever they've been around for that long. One thing we didn't mention about Anaka. Did I say it correctly? Inaka. Inaka. Why do I want to say it wrong? I want to say I think. I don't know. Anyway, is he's only been in business for a year. And less I think, than a year. Less than a year. And I think it's incredible what a little preservation and tenacity will do and a, and a cool idea and the fact that it's catching on. I think a part of it has to do with that same itch in the back of my brain. I mean, I don't have the, the wherewithal or the the time to travel the world, but I do like experiencing different culinary cultures in my own kitchen Mm -hmm. and this is a way you don't even have to cook you can just crack the top of the bottle and experience something from half a world away yeah but it's made right here but it's made right here so okay so you got to try the three rhino you had the mint the original and the ginger i would say you you're harking on the mint i would say i i don't have a least favorite i liked all of them but mint's number three for me really yeah that's because you're the weird and you appreciate. The is, is my favorite. The ginger's in the middle and the mint is, is down a bit. Well, I guess I just like the, I, you know, if you like, I guess it would depend on if you are a, if you go for lemon in your tea, go for the mint. If you're like, uh, leave the lemon off. Not that the mint tastes like lemon, but it does give it that extra yeah, it's just a little subtle little thing. subtle bite, then you're gonna you're going to appreciate the original. Shoot, I would do it just to just to prove to yourself whether you like it or not, because you it's hard to describe It's difficult yeah. to describe the flavor. It it does taste like a tea, but it doesn't taste like a tea. The but the best way I can say it is you, if you saw on the on the screen when he was in studio, you could see right next to him, he had the bottles that he brought for me to try. And I didn't drink a whole lot out of those, but I feel super hydrated. I took a, a good gulp out of all of them, and I am better hydrated at this point in the afternoon than I was earlier. By the way, we're not being paid to share our no. opinions. I mean, here on Good Things, there's so many times that we work hard to bring you uh, Mississippi entrepreneurs or businesses just for the sake of connecting you with those uh, products that are on shelves that I feel like we should be um, helping to support, but you don't know what you don't know because it doesn't say, you know, Mississippian uh, founder on the bottle or whatever it may be. But that also is cool that you walk into 
a grocery store or whatever it may be and you see the wall of opportunity there and people actually buy new things because I'm just not that person. I mean, I will now because I had the opportunity to try it. And maybe you will now because you had the opportunity to hear about, a, you know, a startup company here in Mississippi doing really cool things in the beverage aisle. And, you know, that's one reason we love our mission here on Good Things is to connect you with that. But I'm not that shopper that's like leisurely going through and taking my sweet time and surveying the options and thinking, oh, what can I buy today to try something new where your personality, Rhino, is... Every day, every trip to yes. the, the grocery store is an adventure because you never know what's going to be on the clearance rack or on sale or, hey, that's new. That's kind of cheap. I bet I can make that. What have you purchased like that that's now a staple for you? Uh, the frozen... Indian food from the from the freezer section. I think it's Bombay is the name of the company, or maybe it's Saffron Road. It's the one in the white packaging with. I know that doesn't really help a whole lot, but you narrowed it down. <laughs> it's. I'll have to double check now. I'm pretty sure it's Saffron Road. It's not Bombay. Saffron Road frozen Indian food. I was. I had a hankering for Indian food, and I kept missing the Indian place when they were open. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy a couple stacks of these and just have them in the freezer. It's delicious because it's hard to mess up Indian food. It's tons of spices and a really good sauce. That makes sense. Maybe I could do that cooking because I overspice everything. So why don't I just go for the cuisine that sort of offers you that opportunity? And if you didn't get a chance to hear Chat and his story on Inaka, Inaka, which is a barley tea company, which he was choking about Inaka, the meaning of it being rural or countryside. That's true. That's that's the the, the literal meaning, but the. The, the colloquialism of Inaka in Japan is living in the sticks. Which we do here in Mississippi, which I so love I think that. That's, that's and it connects the two. It's perfect. But you can go back and listen to Good Things uh, in podcast form wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Good Things. Uh, we appreciate you there. We appreciate you every day. You tune in and listen to the show. But stick with us. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the Good Things. Mississippi Media Production.